due to uh, COVID nineteen. Hey, I so, need everybody everybody rep their city real quick. <laughs> Hey, I'm 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 tuning in from Laurel, Maryland. You know what I'm saying, home of the uh, home of the Lower Town Center. You know what I'm saying. What? Right. I'm out uh, West Palm. You know what I'm saying. I don't even know what that is, but I got a beach in my background on Zoom, so uh, it's lit. You know what I'm saying. Imagination. Wow. I'm I'm on Moses' side of the world, not as far as him, but you know I'm in Moco now, so I feel I feel like hey, a man. Ah, uh, the best. Uh, honestly, the best I thought county. you were in Springfield. I feel like an immigrant. This guy says Springfield where? Virginia? No, boy. Uh, Simpsons, the Sim- boy. The Simpsons, boy. What you talking about? So, so, so we're actually, we're recording uh, hey, on Zoom. And, oh. well, we we have Zoom on while we're recording on Zencaster. Shout out to them. But Remy has a background of Springfield, the Simpsons, Homer on his thing. That's why he referenced that. Let me get right back on the Step. Wait, what happened? This joint closed out, B. <laughs> what, Zoom? Yeah, yeah like, it's only free for 45 minutes. Oh! Hey. Someone sent a new joint. Let me see hey, if I can do it. We just need to do a group FaceTime, FaceTime or something. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. don't have FaceTime, B. All right, come on. All right, fine. Pardon us, but everybody. You... We got some technical, you know what I'm saying, difficulties. Nah, this joint this going to get cut. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, keep it organic. Keep it organic, bro. What you I'm doing? Saying, the followers going to grow with us, B. I bet. Well, anyways, we're we're going on group FaceTime right now. Um, but yeah, man, it's the greater podcast coming to you from multiple locations due to COVID-19. Um, we had to adjust with the times. You know, everybody knows right now it's difficult times going on with everything happening, every all the social distancing. Um, but we wanted to continue podding for you guys, uh, giving you guys something to tune into while we're all at home. So, you know, like we said, bear with us. We're going through some new technology and, you know, hopefully we continue to bring you guys some good product. Stand by everything I it's love. Lit. It's lit, dude. I can yeah, see you now. Wow. If you can yeah, just make mic, Remy, God bless you. Say what? You could just meet your mic. Yeah, you your mic and turn your, turn your volume down. God bless you. Well, guys, you know, now that we've gotten all of that over, um, let's get into the episode. <laughs> so, guys, yes, hey, sir. we're... We're here, uh, you know, like we said, a lot is going on, so we wanted to just come on. It's going to be more of an informal like we've done in the past. This is going to be our episode um, called What's On Your Mind? You know, as you guys know, we're all quarantined. We're all in the crib right now. We're all, some may be bored. <laughs> some may be bored. Some, some may be, you know, uh, struggling right now due to uh, some of the things that have happened due to the COVID-19. Um but yeah, man, we're just going to talk about exactly what's been going on for us personally, what's been on our thoughts, what's been on our minds. Um, and, you know, hopefully this helps out anybody it may be. But before we get into that, shout out to everybody that listened to the last podcast when we was on our men's retreat. It was a good time. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. It was definitely yeah, it was good, a good time. We, we, enjoyed, we definitely enjoyed that joint. Nah, I, I, I'm glad I was able to catch up with a lot of the Brody I spoke to in the man. It was yeah. cool, but I think, I felt like we need to do more of those after the, yeah. the quarantine, obviously. But, you know. Nah, yeah. There was a lot of people that were surprised. So the funny thing is when we posted that picture, it was right when everything got, you know, serious about social distancing. Yeah. Yeah. So when we posted it, people were thinking that this was the now. And they were like, wait, what are y'all doing? Nah, nah, nah. But, we're, we're not that dumb, guys. 
Right. right. But nah, shout out to everybody that listened. Um, shout out to the feedback. Uh, a lot of people saying it's been good conversation. I needed to actually personally <laughs> take some of that advice that I said and use it. Damn. So, you know, shout out to healthy conversations and dialogue. <laughs> this, this quarantine has, has I feel like the quarantine has been wilding out here, bro. It definitely wilding. has been wilding. Yeah. Not really wilding, but I feel like I see a lot of, I see a couple good things and like, and a lot of bad things. Obviously, with the people getting sick and whatnot, that's the bad. But um, seeing more families outside, I've noticed that more. Like, everyone's actually getting fresh air, so that's always good. Yeah. Yeah, that has yeah. been refreshing to see. It's crazy that some parts of the world that, like, legitimately nature is, like, <laughs> some Restoring animals it. are returning. Yeah. yeah, like, some animals that are rare are returning to, like, the streets and stuff. And it's just crazy because, like, it just shows how bad we've treated the earth. Yeah, Stan. Yeah, no. Son, that's actually kind of wild. Like, so let's, let's just get into it. So, quarantine, social media, bro. There's been quarantine, a lot quarantine, of things quarantine. going on, obviously. So, TikTok challenges. Uh, uh, a lot of challenges. In the channel, bro. Like, IG challenges, TikTok challenges, everything. Son, TikTok. IG challenges, TikTok challenges. Everybody just, I ain't gonna lie, everybody born in the crib. Yeah. You know, having it up. I may have done some dances, but I ain't gonna post them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, Honestly, I, I respect the fact that people are trying to get like other people engaged and you know, not bored at home. So it's just like what challenge can I start to kind of like keep people engaged and and you know, whatever. So I thought I think it's kind of cool that people are it's certain times I'm saying that are like, all right, bro. Like I'm I, I yesterday on IG I saw like there's apparently there's a challenge going viral where women walk uh, like they walk up on their boyfriend unsuspectedly, but they're like, "Oh, naked!" naked. Yeah, yeah. Bro. I actually seen. I actually seen the funniest one I seen. Sorry to cut you off, Remy. The funniest one I seen me? was was there was one where the girl came and she dropped the towel, and the dude was like, "Nah, you had all day." <laughs> and he was up, he was up, he was playing like Call of Duty or something. And she, and she, he was like, Damn. "Nah, you had all day." She probably Son. thought he was drop everything, but he was like, "Nah, I'm just back to the That's game." Ex- that's actually wild, bro. I ain't gonna lie. People are getting creative as a mug on social media, bro. Very People yeah. are getting. I mean, I guess that's what that's that's what time does to you. It's definitely you a overdose, Drake. though. Yeah, Drake is he's been the most creative. Wouldn't you agree, Moses? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, bro. So I was on I was on YouTube. My sleep schedule is all messed up due to what's been going on. I've been working from home, so I was on YouTube. You know, just chilling. Probably like twelve midnight. Yeah, I seen a new video. Me. I seen a video by Drake. I said, "What? Drake? Open that jump, Drake? Open that jump, the tussie slide." I said, "Oh snap! This man Drake done did something. This guy <laughs> moves like practicing. He didn't even let the video finish, bro. He was practicing. I got I got this. I got this." I said, Drake done did something. And I said, tomorrow morning, it's going to be a wrap for everybody. TikTok going to be crazy. And we woke up. Before, I think we woke up and Remy had put a video in one of our chats about somebody that's already like made a video off of the Drake thing in less than eight hours, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, the thing about social media is you got to hop on things quick, bro. Yeah. For bro. real. And especially in a time like this, bro, yeah. where everybody's just... The, everybody's on social media. It's it's the only thing really we got. We got influencers, social media, and churches online. 
That's what we got right now. That's, that's what we got. So I mean, everybody's definitely being like like shown. It's 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 funny to see. Sometimes it's entertaining, but sometimes it's like, all right, bro, we we can all. Yeah. Nah, then. And then everybody's been going on like IG live too. I think what's interesting uh, about this time is that literally social media is one of the few things that we have left. So everybody is on there still fighting for attention, you know, yeah. to remain relevant yeah. and to, and to kind of like, you know, just be there so that people can see yeah. capitalize on the moment. I'll say. Yeah. yeah. I think one of my favorite things I'm seeing on IG live is all those uh, DJ battles. I don't know if you guys. Son. I have seen like, it. Like last night they did. Um, what was it? It was like T Pain and Lil T Pain and Lil John. Yeah. And it was yeah. like it was. It, it just felt like just very nostalgic because I forgot how many songs these dudes made. Like, like people actually are trying to still like have functions and like events during this quarantine. Right. So they're figuring out creative ways to do that joint. So kudos. right, and that's what I'm saying. That joint is lit because it shows that. I mean, I think it right now in these times, it's starting to show what true community looks like. And, you know, when we had the opportunity to go out, we didn't really understand what community means. And now the fact that we're inside and we're locked in right. and we're being creative to find ways to be in community with people, I think yeah. we're starting to value it more. Um, and I think that's why people are getting more creative and stuff. But I think it's been dope to see, man. I've been on more, my group, all the group chats I'm in, been lit. Yeah. FaceTime has been, you know, an app that I've been using Every you know, day, you know what's a, a fun app that I just got into? It's this joint called House Party, and it's like yeah. it's essentially I've seen like people a, use that. Yeah, it's essentially like a group Facetime thing. Like when you get on the app, everybody you added as a friend, you see like they're online, and then you could like uh-huh. jump in your party, and you guys are like immediately Facetime. And like, let's say we're on it, all of all four of us are on it right now, and we're Facetime, right. and then one of our friends sees that we're on it, they could just jump in the Facetime, and then they have like games like. Like you could play heads up. I know y'all played heads up before. You can play that joint like yeah. on the phone. So oh, that's, right. oh, that's tough. That's an interesting one. That's dope. Uh, I thought it, I thought it was like oh, uh, 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 I thought it was like music is playing and everybody gets the same joint no. or something like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> we might. Maybe we might. Up down. Up down. We can actually do ah, that with our uh, listeners. Maybe that would be dope to do. House party. That's what. Be fire. I was about to say we might have to uh, do a three thirty one. Um, but anyways, this is a, uh, like we said, it's a, what's on your mind pod. Um, so we are, I guess all just going to go around personally. We haven't seen each other. I mean, I saw Gabe last Sunday just to pick up a mic, but we haven't seen each other collectively. And since the, uh, like the men's retreat, which yeah. is coming off almost on a month. So for us, what we want to do is kind of just talk about what's been on our minds. Um, what have we been thinking about? what's going on right now, our thought process and everything, um, and just go around sharing that and hopefully, you know, maybe bring some clarity, bring some insight, or maybe you guys might feel the same way that we feel um, about what's going on right now and the meaning behind it. So uh, I think for me, right now, it's like a really, a really, really interesting time, man. Uh, Basically, from what we were saying before, um, everybody is on social media and everybody has an opinion on to why this is happening, what it means. Everybody wants to get their stance out there, uh, which, you know, is, is very tempting. I know for me, like personally, even when all of this started, I kind of took it upon myself to just like relax and really think about what's going on and may not, not necessarily figure out why, but what 
I can take from what's going on right now. Um, because this is a season, like, you know, we've been seeing endless people on social media posting about the reason why it's happening, posting about the cause of what COVID-19 has been doing in terms of the illnesses and the rampant growth of the disease. Um, talking, there's so much stuff going on right now. Um, but for me, I think I needed like a good, you know, week to really just sit down and think before I even speak on what's going on. Um, mm. And that's, that's, that's like this past week has probably been that week for me, like listening up, coming up on, you know, a lot of different sermons I've been hearing uh, from specific people. It's been, it's been like really, really humbling to to listen to all that. And I'm going to share a little bit, of it, but I give everybody, uh, throw it to everybody before we, we go into that. You know, I mean, I think, I think for me, it's just been, it's been a little more like different for me and dad because of the fact that we just, you know, like we still have to work and, you know, of course we have hope and hope is beautiful. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's really chill having a child until you're in the house having to try to work. Like when you're in the crib, like trying to like do things and, you know, and it's just us trying to find a balance in our schedules. Like, okay, who's going to be on what meetings at what times? Like Deb is a teacher. So she has to do like live recordings at certain times. And I have to make sure I'm just, you know, like supervising. So it's kind of, it's been harder for me to like, I think that's just been the biggest thing. Like, you know, selfishly thinking, um, like inward thinking, it's affected my work life for real, for real. So it's just kind of been tough. Um, but, you know, the days have been going really fast for me and Sorry. it's just OC it's weird, man. Yeah, it's just, it's just, days are just passing, man. Like, you know, and it's just, I don't know why, it's, you know, but I think, I think I've seen a lot of the theme of like boredom for a lot of people. And I feel right. like I haven't experienced that myself, like, because I still have so much to do um, randomly. Um, but the social media has definitely been, the activity has definitely been popping. What's yeah. funny is even seeing people go with two different stances, like this is a time where you got to be productive right. and do everything you want to do. And then the next week, everybody talking about like, nah, you don't got to be productive. Like just be, you know, get your mind right, all this type of stuff. And it's just like so many different opinions on what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, like on one hand, I'm kind of, on one hand, there's like a lot of frustration because of like how one, like the main thing for me is like how the government is handling all of this, right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? As far as the fact that there's a whole bunch of layoffs, there's a whole bunch of Wahala going on and we don't know, one, we don't know how long this is going to last and two, we don't know how the government's going to aid us in this time. So like for the first, I guess for the first week and a half, I was frustrated because like this is affecting a lot of people. This is affecting people very close to me and now I have to figure out how I'm going to assist during this time. But then on the other hand, it's like you see like and obviously this is a very ugly situation, but you kind of see the beauty in pausing where uh, it's like literally I've never experienced anything where like it's essentially the world stops. It's like the NBA, NFL, all the things, places that you've indulged in and that you've experienced are just like closed. So you can't. So like your normal routine has changed. Like going to work is not really a thing right now. We just wake up, open our laptop, and now we're at work. And that's right. for everyone Legit. across the board. So Legit. I'm like, like, one, it just like, it, it prompts me to be extremely grateful because, you know, I have a job that I'm allowed to do that. And like nothing changes as far as like how much I get paid and like my 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 work schedule. 
But then, like, on the other hand, you kind of just think, like, uh, just, I don't know, just what to do in this time. You know what I'm saying? Cause, yeah. Because, like, like one, of, one of you guys said, there's, like, two sides of it. It's, like, being super productive and then, like, getting some rest. It's, like, you don't want to take all this time that you have in the career for granted and not, like, do something about it. But at the same time, this is a time where it's just there's so much uncertainty that you you don't know if you should just sit back and just let all the the mess unfold. You know what I'm saying? And just like stay right. there, honestly. Yeah, that's good. I think for me, it's just I don't know. I'm trying to use this time to kind of do like a lot of self reflection, like really just trying to like know more about who I am, like during this time, as far as just like what generosity looks like or what how I handle fear or how do I handle um, uncertainty. Um, so I think it's just like trying to learn and process like all of those different things. And just like Remy said, just this time really, it allows you to like, you know, see how blessed you really are. Like definitely seeing like a lot of other people's situation and how, you know, this whole pandemic is affecting them financially, affecting families, affecting people's health. Um, and really just, you know, having a heart of just gratitude and really just thanking God for the ability to still make money um, because I think what it, it was like 40 million people or something like that filed for unemployment. I could be wrong, um, but it's yeah. a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people that file for unemployment. Um, so I think yeah. for me, it's just like thinking like, yo, how long is this really about to last? Like, how should we prepare ourselves? Because it's just like in the back of your head, you're just like, okay, this joint by the end April, this joint by the end in May. But then like they keep pushing it to like August and then, you know, so yeah, I don't know how long. Right, we basically don't have a summer. It's looking I mean, like our summer might just be cut, you know, short. We might get a month. Right, if that. If that. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's 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 been a lot to take in, especially like hearing about a lot of deaths, like even pe- people people that, that I may not know personally, but like people who I know personally that they, you know, since someone in their family or a friend has been, you know, affected by by the virus, it's like. Yo, this joint is real. Like, this thing is actually very, very serious. Yeah, son. It's crazy. So, it's a lot of mixed emotions. There was... um, But one thing I think, for me, like, I always try to see... It's... it's while, while I was sitting back and just reflecting, for me, I always try to see a silver lining within what's going on, right? So, there was this quote that I heard, um, and it was saying, whatever was relevant now, whatever is relevant now in the time that we're home, is what should remain relevant when we get out of this, right? So it's like a lot of the things that we made relevant before this quarantine has obviously been stripped away from us. Yeah, so it's like... Um, to, yeah, to a point where it's like what we got now while we're all here, family, faith, community, uh, well-being for you know those like a lot of these things is what should remain relevant and at the forefront. Um, and that's, that's one part of it. And the second part is just like that community aspect. It allows you to feel for what's going on, like feel for the people that have lost their jobs, feel for the people that, you know, unfortunately have loved ones that are affected by it. And it's just, those are the things that I've really been trying to, trying to focus on, man, trusting, trusting Jesus. Um, and just, you know, trying to love on people more, trying to reach out to people more, um, yeah. trying to just, you know, do that. I probably reached out to more people now in this past two weeks than I've had, you know, over the past first couple of months of 2020. Yeah, yeah. I've done a couple yeah. of check-ins as well. Cause it's like, 
you just never know like who is affected by this and like, how everyone's doing because like we just live in our bubbles where we all have our routines, we go to work, we go to the gym, we go see our loved ones. But now that everything stopped, like Moses said, right. off, you just think about certain things. It's like, I, it's, I don't know, it's just weird. You know, cause it's like, we've never, again, we've never experienced anything like this. Yeah. And and the thing, so another thing that I've been seeing a lot on social media um, is like, like I said before, everybody, especially like within the Christian side of things and, you know, how some Christians are viewing it versus others. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like that famous uh, dream that everybody was within our community, I guess, that was being reposted about yeah. um, the whole narrative of just like Second Chronicles mm-hmm. 7. You know the the whole um, if the if the world will uh, repent from their ways, turn or repent, turn from their work of ways, and I forget the exact verse, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Getting God would heal our land, and a lot of people were just taking that narrative and like running with it. That's what I've seen, and then you've seen other people that have a completely different view on it. Um, so, like even within the Christian community, like everybody is trying to figure it out, trying to like have explanations and everything. But I think right now it's just, you know, being present in the moment. Um, I was listening to uh, a few sermons and these jumps was like real by, I was having these, I was, I was having these thoughts already, but I, I was listening to this sermon that kind of like confirmed a lot of it. Um, one of them was like by Judah Smith. Right. So he was talking about in this time uh, that fear is running rampant in a lot of people like fear and anxiety. Um, yeah. and just like people are just, you know, of course your people are losing jobs, people are losing loved ones. So, you know, fear is, it's understandable. It makes sense. Um, but then he's kind of going into it in a way of a Christian lens. It's like, you know, why are you, why are you fearful? Right. So he was saying within our culture today, our culture basically supports avoid death at all costs, right? Like do whatever it takes yeah. to not die in this world yeah. so that, you know, you can continue to live and be well, but he referenced it back. He was like, yo, Paul, that man, he was ready to like, he was, he was fine with death. He was like, Jesus defeated death. Right. Mm, and right. that, you know, we know that we're in this world we're just passing through it. So he, he, he challenged that narrative. Like, nah, bro, death is, death is something that we're gonna, all going to face. Um, and it's, you know, of course we want to be here on this earth and live for a while, but like, you should never, that should never be the fearing factor of like why you're afraid. Right. And then he was saying the motivation, that, yeah. right. The motivation and he was saying in our world, like culture tells you to avoid death because our hopes and our treasures and our heart is here on this earth on all the things that, you know, we see on this earth, but now all that's being stripped away. Like, what does that mean now? Right. So that joint was the realest thing. Like really, I know. Cause a lot of times we're talking about fear so much. We're talking, even in our community, we're talking about, you know, not being fearful. God's got everything. But I think even in this moment, like Jesus would be like, yo, why are you afraid? Right. Mm. Why are you scared in this moment? Don't you know that death is something I defeated? Right. Right. And yeah. then, that Paul, that Paul perspective, he embraced it. He was like, you know, if I die, even when he was, he was, he was about, he knew he was about to die, get stoned or whatever they did. I think decapitated him, but he was like, yeah, bro. Like 
I've done my thing, my time here. Um, and now I'm embracing death because I know that I'm, I have an eternal life here. I, that don't mm-hmm. wreck me, bro. I was like, what? Yeah. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of us modern Christians aren't, aren't, you know, we're afraid to die. Let's just to be honest. Yeah. I'm we're, we're all afraid to die. I mean, some of us may not be, you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's, right. you know, I mean, I was yeah, having, I, a, I was having a conversation with, um, with, uh, a friend that, um, that listens to the pod from time to time or whatever. And, you know, cause we had an episode where we were talking about it. I think during the Kobe episode, you know, may his soul rest in peace. And, you know, it was just kind of a thing where, um, and not to make this episode about death or anything, um, but it was just, it was just a thing of making sure that we, um, we kind of like never love our lives more than we love the Lord, you know, like right. are never like, like enjoy, like I think you're you're to enjoy life. Don't get me wrong. I think you know there are things to embrace and stuff like that. But when you, it's it's almost like loving a loved one more than you love God. Like I'm yeah. so afraid to lose this person. I think my life is going to be over if I lose this person. And it's kind of hectic right. when you think about it, like realistically, because it's kind of like I I know that no matter what happens to me or anybody else. I'm the Lord will keep me straight. And I think that's a good mentality to even have in these times, you know, like, right. because, you know, whether um, losing somebody is rough, it's hard. It's, it's draining, you know what I'm saying? Especially when it's somebody close to you and stuff like that. But it's just having to push through and remember that, you know, Jesus is Lord of everything and that, you know, yeah. there was some kind of reasoning behind, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's, yeah. The conversation around death is is a very important but avoided one, I think, to an extent. Yeah, and I think yeah. during times like this, like we obviously one, we're afraid of death, and two, I think a lot of us we cling to what we value the most. So yeah. I did notice that during this time, one of the main one of the major things that happened during coronavirus was the stock market crash because of how much manufacturing is done in China, then how much manufacturing had to slow down. So when the stock market crashes, naturally, all these people who work for corporate America and, and have these 401ks, their value of their 401ks goes go down. So I saw a lot of people like withdrawing their 401ks, holding on to all the money they have, hoarding on to it. And I think this kind of, I guess it reveals like a heart thing where it's like, yeah. when times of crisis, when you think everything's hitting the fan, you cling on to your money. In times right. of crisis, right. do you right. cling on to your family? In times of crisis, do you cling on to your belongings? Like what when when you're in like danger, what's the first thing you run to? And I feel right. like in a time of uncertainty, like now, um, it shows like a lot. It shows it reveals like what a lot of us value. Because I'm not gonna say the first thing I did when coronavirus came out was like I literally got on my knees and I prayed to God, like give me understanding nah. or help me through this time. So that shows that nah. there may be something that needs to be done. Because that's yeah, I was really looking at big. grocery stores, bro. Just make sure they. I was like, I didn't even go lie. I hit up. I hit up my people. I was like, yeah, y'all gotta go to the grocery because we was at the retreat. I was like, yeah, got, y'all gotta go to the grocery store, stock up all this time. I was in that, yeah. and we say all this to say, like, we're not there yet, but it's just the perspective that we've kind of been learning over the past couple of days. Yeah, but yeah. and then so I was even listening to. Um, another sermon of it. I've been just this time. I've been sermons, group chats. Got to eat. Eat boy. You been working out, bro? Yeah. I don't mean to go on another more than Moses. I've been working out. I've been working out for mm, sure. Okay. I've been going for walks, bike rides, running. 
I be I got twenty pound dumbbells in the room. You know, Ooh, I've been doing that get too. It. Get right, I'm you know. Corona not gonna stop this. You feel me? Multifaceted <laughs> athlete. Okay, okay. You feel me? But now nah, it's been it's been um, filled with a lot of sermons too, um, and just reading and conversations. So. Uh, as I said in the previous past, like a lot of people are looking for explanations, you know, right. And us as Christians, a lot of times we feel as though we have the answers that we need to speak to things immediately. Right. So even to the, the point we talked about last or a couple of minutes ago, the second Chronicles thing, right. It yeah. talks about how many people are taking second Chronicles and relating it to the pandemic and how it's kind of like he, he, uh, in the message, he was talking about how second Chronicles, if you're relating that to this time right now, it is kind of like putting old wine into new wineskins, right? Because yeah. we're looking at something that's from the Old Testament, um, and then it's something that Jesus fulfilled. You know, um, it's it, it voids Jesus's Jesus's work on the cross. Um, and I'm a, I'm gonna read something that I, I wrote down, and so it said in another sermon. Um, it's talked about Second Chronicles. Many people are taking Second Chronicles and relating it to this pandemic, and how it is kind of like putting old wine into new wineskins because it it voids, it's void of Jesus's fulfillment, that perspective, and taking on our sins. So it basically voids the fact that Jesus came and fulfilled the entire Old Testament, and, and it kind of also relates to when he went on Emmaus and he was walking with the two disciples and talks about how. Um, you know, they were walking from after Jesus's resurrection, the two disciples were walking to Emmaus and they were kind of just blown because uh, like the people, the person that they put their hope in just passed away. Right. So a third man came in and it was Jesus, but the disciples didn't know when he was talking to them about what happened and how, um, you know, the person that they put their faith in just died. So now uh, Jesus, they don't know who is Jesus, but he's talking to them and saying, like, don't you know, like that man came to fulfill everything that happened in the Old Testament, everything that Moses and everybody wrote about, like he came and fulfilled that. Right. So then relating that to like Second Chronicles, if we take that and we're like, you know, we need to repent, we need to do all this, we need to do all that um, so that we the land could be healed. It's kind of like you're now going back to the old covenant where it's like you know, our good works and our deeds will then activates this thing activate. Yeah. Like it right. then activates this thing rather God than power. looking at it. Right. Rather than looking at it through the lens of Jesus is like, nah, y'all now we still repent. We still, um, turn from our wicked ways. We still do all that, but it's from a place of, you know, looking at Jesus as the narrative we repent because we want to be more like Jesus, right? We turn from our wicked ways because we want to be more like Jesus. We don't, do all that just because like we want to uh like reverse maybe a plan that he he may be allowing you know what i'm saying so that was like a a crazy way of looking at it um and it was just like bruh and even with that so taking that verse minus the work of jesus is like saying our actions and our works can change something uh, that god may be allowing but uh repent well i already said that, that. You know, I mean, I think, I think as far as, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you got it. No, I was just going to say, um, I think as far as like, you know, just like believers and stuff, I think I've seen, I've seen a diverse, you know, a diverse amount of mindsets. Like, um, you know, there's the very more radical side where it's like, you know, we've seen 
some believers kind of like, I'm still going to go to church because God is going to protect me and I don't have anything to worry about, you know? And I think um, there's been that point of view. I won't analyze each one, but there's been the point of view of like, um, you know, I think there's also been the point of view like, yeah, this is all, you know, some, some, some believers are in the category and just people in general, like, yeah, this is all like conspiracy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, all of this is fake and, you know, the government wants to do this and that and whatever. And then there are people who are like, okay, I'm going to consider other people not to say any perspective or, you know, like is good or bad, but some, there are some people right. like, yeah, I'm just going to quarantine to consider other people. Cause I don't want to be a part of, I want to take precaution to the people um, right. who are affected by this more so. And then, yeah. you know, um, and then there are people, you know, that just, I think, and, and I think it's interesting because you see the mentality and the moves of a lot of leaders in this time, like spiritual authorities um, on a public stage and stuff like that and what they're doing. Um, and then, you know, you have some pastors that are like, yeah, like our buildings are clean and da 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 And it's like, yeah, your buildings <laughs> are clean, but the people aren't, you know, like, I mean, right. and, and, you know, I think to me personally, it's just kind of like, no, people aren't staying, aren't strictly staying home because, because I've seen mentalities like, of people kind of saying like, oh, um, you guys are just scared, you know, like you're scared and the government's putting fear into you. And it's like, no, nah, I actually just want to stay home because it's I'm the not law. sure. I mean, yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it's definitely the love as far as the gathering. But then it's right. also like, I just want to consider other people. I don't know if I have it. Yeah. I may be, um, I'd be, I'd be struggling to say this word that means um, you have symptoms, but they don't show up or you don't have symptoms. A, but a, you asymptomatic asymptomatic right right yeah so it's just it's just you know like some people are just like that and then it's like yeah i you could think that oh i come in contact with people who are old and i know that that can compromise you know and then some people live with people who have compromised immune systems with things like sickle cell you know just different things and it's like i'm not allowed to not like care about people so it seems like there's a lot of judging going around like incorrectly to me I don't want to draw a line in the sand when it comes to like uh, the religious religious spaces in general, and it comes like ha- like housing churches, whether it's Christianity or another religion. I I don't want to like draw a line in the sand saying like this is wrong, like unequivocally, unequivocally, like it's just wrong. But at the same time, I think like Gabe was saying, just because you have a clean facility, facility and you have clean supplies and everything like that. I think housing that many people in church, I yeah. feel like a lot of people at risk. And sometimes it's, it's not as simple as, well, um, we're protected by the blood. We're, we're very sanitary. We're good because one, it's asymptomatic. And two, like putting, if you put a thousand people in one area and just one has Corona, that can now spread to, let's say a hundred people with 10%, right? Easily. And then they go back home. They go around other people, and then that's that's literally how a disease spread. And we could be on our P's and Q's, but I think the fact that this is such an unknown disease right. and you're attacking it with what you know, it, it's, I feel like sometimes it could be careless. And I'm not saying like, oh, you shouldn't have church no matter what. I, I like the no. fact that a lot of these churches yeah. have come up with creative ways to still deliver the word, to still have church, like hold church and still like have that community. But I just feel like... Sometimes when it comes to to certain things that are unknown, certain things that are very risky, erring on the side of caution is the most wise thing to do other than just say, you know what, church by any means. And sometimes people 
this is this is just how I feel. I feel like sometimes people worship the building. Yeah. And yep. gathering. He people called it preacher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gathering people yeah. together over actually having so I don't it's know. I don't want to have to be like, yo, you're all wrong. But at the same time, it's like, bro, if I was the leader of a church, <laughs> my decision would probably be like on the side of Digital. culture. I feel like a lot, a lot of the older preachers don't want to show the idea of like bowing down to fear and really just trying to use this time to like really show yeah. like their faith and you know like we're going to use this time to really believe God for healing and and really believe God to like you know get us through this pandemic we can still come together and nothing will happen to us type and it's just like but you- I I feel it but it's like at the end of the day it's just like it's really applying wisdom you know what i'm saying like yeah. you're obviously hearing tons and thousands of people that are dying and it's just like some of those people were believers you know what i'm saying so it's right. not like right. those people right. were were not necessarily believing god for for healing or believing god to like get them through this situation but it's just like anyone is anyone can get it essentially you know corona is not prejudice right? i mean so disease isn't is is prejudice yeah i mean outside of corona you know there are believers who have fallen to other you know like illnesses yeah. and things of that nature so let's not pretend you right, know right. like so you know, now y'all, y'all saw a pastor got locked up so i mean <laughs> <laughs> you, what's, you, yeah you gotta be smart man man what's funny is so my thought process i'm like you know i think many people may be taking a verse like second chronicles saying like we need to repent we need to turn from our wicked away so we can be healed it now becomes a narrative of like we're fearfully and panicfully praying because we want this thing to be reversed because, you know, subconsciously we may have our hope in this world and we want this world to be healed so we can get back to our, you know, normal ways of living. So now, like when that verse is put out there, somebody, some believers and non-believers may be like, dang, bro, I need to like do better. I need to be better so that we can get healed and we can do all this. But son, if, if, if we really, and, and it talks about how like we, Jesus, that whole walk was about like, we need to read our Bibles the way Jesus taught us to read it, and that's to look for him, right? So right. if you look at those type of verses, we see it, and we're like, yes, we repent. Yes, we do all that because it's, we're trying to be more like Jesus, right? If if God wanted us to turn to him out of fear, he would have never sent Jesus. Like, it, And that was just like a thought I had. Um, so now even in this, what does that all mean, like, it just means look for Jesus. That's kind of the approach I've been taking, man. Like looking for Jesus and what's happening. Um, you know, even if it's something that, you know, he may be allowing, like, what are we, what are we, what are we doing? What are we looking for? This is this possibly just a call for us to, to look to him um, and just realign our hearts with him rather than everything else. That's good. But it was, it was just real and just like, bruh wild bruh i think during this time it really exposes people in, in their faith as well you know like a lot of us say we believe god we trust god as soon as this pandemic hit everybody like what faith you know what i'm saying like what trust? <laughs> you know faith what I'm saying? where faith where but i think it's just like you never really know how much faith you have until it's really truly tested bruh yeah you know what i'm saying like faith to the point where it's just like you know, for some people, they lost their jobs and really they're forced to really trust God and believe him for provision. Yep. Um, yeah. And it's and it's hard. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like some people got mortgages to pay. Some people lost their jobs and they have children trying to figure rent. out child care, trying to figure out rent. <laughs> like this, 
it's really challenging the faith. The government not looking out for real. <sighs> I'm sleeped up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm hip. So, about to start that. This time like this really allow us to mature in our faith and really just yeah, kind of see how like our faith can be very conditional and really just trying to strive towards having like an unconditional faith. Whether things are going good or whether things are going bad, I think for me personally, it's just trying to learn or trying to like cultivate just faith that it just stays the same in every season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like things can be going extremely well, like cool, like, you know, that's that's great. And then obviously things going extremely bad and still still carrying that joy of the Lord, even when like my situation doesn't necessarily look good. I'm still trying to like carry the joy of the Lord and really just believe him for, you know, for whatever I'm believing him for in that season. But again, it's easier said than done. But I think it's just yeah. this seasons like this really expose our hearts and really just right. allow us to kind of measure like how much faith do we really have? And then right. once you know kind of like where you're at, then it's like striving for more. Yeah, man, and it's and it's. I think it's like okay not to not to have answers to know exactly what's going on, right? Because it's like, you know, we don't know what may be the reason, and we don't know exactly how they're even talking about how this corona thing is like. Some scientists say it's morphing. You know, some people may not feel the symptoms while other people are dying quickly. So, like, we don't know exactly what's going on, um, and I don't think it's sometimes it's not for us to find out and have explanations or. Um, talks about this is exactly why it's happening and this is what we need to do. Um, I think it's really just taking this time to point back to him and like, know what we know is true is that Jesus is true. Right. And what we know is like, he has a plan at the end of the day, we just need to seek that plan and see what he has to say about this type of stuff. Um, and, and kind of just go about that and, and comfort others. Right. I think that yeah. in a time like this, more than knowing what's going on, why it's going on, I think it's for us to just come together and comfort others, man. Comfort others who may have lost somebody, who may have lost a job, who may have lost something or being, you know, very vastly traumatized by what's going on, man. And the, right. the book, it even talks about how, like, you know, as us Christians, we're called to suffer so that we can comfort others. Like, we're going to go through trials and tribulations so that we can comfort others and to show the comfort that God has given us, we can show that to other people. So even in this moment, like that's what I know to be true is that in suffering, I know that God is comforting me so I can comfort others so that they can yeah, find right. out the true comfort. Like that's, that's yeah, I think the type of stuff. No, I was going to say, I think it's a really big deal um, in cases where, you know, like me and Deb, we were able to keep our jobs. And I think, even when you think about something and talk about something like comfort, it's like not just with, you know, voices and conversations like, yeah, man, God's going to be there for you. But, you know, like actually assisting in different ways. If you know somebody who has, you know, like uh, an, an older person in their life who may be a part of the um, affected population, um, the more heavily affected population or whatever, like um, of people who would affect who are more vulnerable than, um, you know, like just seeing how you could help out or. Um, making sure people are good, people who don't have job opportunities, like your close friends and loved ones, like seeing if you can assist if you got it. You know what I'm saying? Like um, prayerfully, people have been saving, but you know, and this <laughs> that's another thing that comes out of this. Like if you haven't been saving, it shows, you know, if you haven't been yeah. storing up or yeah. stewarding. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, Sam is being very um, interesting right now. I don't know. If he's right. Right. <laughs> 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 but nah, man, I think other things right now. I feel you, bro. 
<laughs> nah, <laughs> but um, I think in a time like this, like we said, man, it's it's not for us to to figure out exactly what's going on, to figure out the solution to it, to figure out all that stuff. Because you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, we don't know, right? We don't know, but what we do know is that you know we're here and Jesus is God is speaking to us. Right. Um, right. And I think that's, that's the most important thing. Like what is he speaking to us and how can we remain uh, present in what's going on so that we can comfort others so that we can, um, you know, be able to empathize with people and just to show them comfort that God has shown us. Um, and that's, that's really what I've, I've taken from it. Um, and but yeah, I think to even pivot to a different part of the conversation, it's just kind of like, I think a lot of times people have to consider like, okay, in, in this quarantine time, if, if I'm going to obey being in the house and I have a situation where my house is just kind of like, woo, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, yeah, I think people have to kind of yeah. make sure they, yeah. Yeah, you have to do extra now. You kind of have to overcompensate to now make sure that your needs are either, not needs are being met, but you're actually getting time away. So like if you take a walk and put some headphones on, like I realize I haven't played music in a while. Like I play sometimes when I'm doing work, like on the TV, but like just my car rides that I had to and from work, my commutes and stuff like that, where it was just me, you know what I'm saying? Have turned into like me, Devin Hope, you know what I'm saying? Like the whole Brady Bunch is now in the crib, but then like me and Deb have done things to like, give relief to the other person like where you get that room to like either be away from you know mommy and child or daddy and child you know what i'm saying so it's like making sure that not only if you have a roommate situation if you're still with your family if you're with a significant other like not only are you making room for yourself but you're also helping the other the other person or people who are like living in the crib with you helping them to also try to get that by either staying out of their way at times or even sometimes coming together and doing things. But, um, you know, those walks, I guess, are still important to see outside, to smell outside, to get fresh right. air, yeah. you know. Nah, man. It's, it's true, man. It's real. This quarantine is it's really teaching us not to take take things for granted, man. Like Nah. Whether that's it's forced, food, it's forced to be intentional. Sorry, go ahead. Being very intentional, you know, whether that's having food, you know what I'm saying? And it's really teaching us how to be how to be a lot more frugal. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it, hey, I, I've already been on that, bro. Yeah, Moses has been prepared all his life. <laughs> like this guy I'm early. I'm I'm ready in that aspect, bro. I'm good. But it's just like it's just learning how to like make things last. So just because you have a lot of something doesn't mean you should like waste it. You know what I'm saying? Like whether right. that's like a lot of food or a money. lot of water or a lot of money. It's just like just it's just really Support. just just learning. Yeah, yeah. It's just really just being smart and learning. Hopefully, like this pandemic, when we got by God's grace, we will get through it. This can yeah. be a, a healthy, healthy habit. Man, I think mind. everything gonna be different, man, when we get on the other side of this. I just I don't, and I don't think people's mindsets will be different per se. Like I think people are still going to be ignorant or, or negligent of what they are, but I think a lot of industries are going to, you know, like, um, you know, to get into the business bag, a lot of industries are going to accommodate different things. And this is going to make a lot of people think before they get a certain kind of job in a certain kind of industry, because this is a wake up call, you know, like mm. 
And so I just wonder how, you know, the people who are still out there working in stores are like grocery people, people who run Ubers, cabs, transport, public transportation. Um, they're, you know, like nurses and stuff. And it's just like, this is going to tell the tale of what's actually, you know, like, let me not say actually what is important that has been taken for granted. Right. Yeah. Like we said, what we're, what's relevant now will hopefully remain relevant when, you know, this is all over and, and really what are right. you making relevant in this time right now, man? Like I think yeah. for me, the only thing I could bank on is just, you know, trying to, um, like we talked about, like just get to know God's heart. Um, and even in this, you know, if he may be allowing it for, you know, a bigger reason for a bigger shift in our hearts, um, and the bigger, bigger shift in our hearts being open to other people, you know, that's something that I could, I could think about, man. But yeah, I think, um, like the big, one of the big things is pausing, you know what I'm saying? Like obviously getting to know God and like understanding his heart is like priority number one. But I think if we're in a time where we have much more free time than we had before, I feel like self-discovery should be best. Yeah. I don't know. The things that we always said we didn't have time for, not necessarily like, oh, you should grind or learn a new skill, but more so like like personal health, like meditation, like right. asking of certain questions. Um, talking to loved ones, we already talked about that. I feel like when we're in like a moment of like a, this, this is like a worldwide pause. I feel like valuing, Literally. like valuing self, like health is something that we should all like prioritize. Yes. Just because like, now we can't make the excuse of like, oh, when I have my commute, it takes this long, ABC. I mean, at least for the majority of us, I can't speak for everybody because yeah. right now I'm praying for my friends who work in hospitals because it's really bad for them. Yeah, uh, man, I'm it's crazy. Like the majority who's like working at home and has the same routine, I feel like this like self-discovery um, should be a, a, a like highly prioritized. Right. Mm. Nah, that's real. Take take don't take this time for granted, bro. Yeah. Don't be. I I was thinking about this like. I don't want to be in a rush. I mean, yes, I want, um, I need to be careful how I say it. I want, I'm praying for healing. Yes, of course. Like I'm praying for healing for the people that are in the hospitals, the people that, um, you know, are affected by job loss and all of that. Like I'm praying for that and I want to see us restored in, um, the process, but I don't want to rush and rush is like a, the only term I can think of right now. Meaning I don't want to miss whatever God is trying to tell me. And it's, yeah. And that's like, for us, this is a time a lot of us can, you know, like Remy said, rest, right? Yeah. A lot of times some things may be birthed out of this, out of this uh, time, you know, that might even be literally, you know, there's going to be some babies coming out of this thing. Bro. <laughs> Who knows? There's, the there's so much gave? to, no, no, bro. Know. We have enough right now. Trying to figure this out. I feel like, I don't know. I just hope one we figure out a way to contain this joint. Yeah, uh, I sure. feel like I don't. I don't know. This is just scary because it's just so uncertain. Like we don't know. Right. When on one hand, at first I thought I was like, all right, you know what? Through like April, you know, we just got to sit at home. Right. And now it's looking like like we already talked about this, but now like it's now plausible that we might be quarantined until like winter. Like well, that. some people really? I've heard it was funny is like before before it got like this, the way it is now, I've, I heard some people like talk about like how it'll peak out during the summer, like 
you know, just because of heat, et cetera, et cetera. And now I'm seeing those reports change. Right, so I, I, I'm I, seconding I what you're saying. Because there are corona cases in places where it's hot all year. So I don't yeah. understand. That. Yeah. Well, so, and that's yeah. perfect. That's a perfect explanation. Yeah. yeah. The only reason I say I feel like it could go to winter is because we've already we're just extending it every thirty days, extending it every thirty days, and it yeah. seems like and folks I, not yeah, listening, bro. I don't even want to speak this into existence, so I'm gonna just stop here. But I just pray it gets better before it gets worse. Like yeah. that's, all I, that's all I could do for real. People yeah. are saying that. I mean, people and people are kind of not staying in, and you know, like. I'm not, you know, just kind of like, like, bro, I've been on, I was on Twitter and I seen news reports like about how people were like down at the wharf, like, like buckets of people. I seen the pictures. I'm like, as if it was a cookout out there or something like that. I'm like, are are you guys at home? This was like yesterday or two days ago. I'm like, huh? Stay at home, bro. Do as many TikTok challenges. Do as many push-up challenges. If that's going to keep you in the house, keep doing the don't rush challenge, please. (laughs) But yeah, man, like at the end of the day, uh, we're all in this together. Uh, I think we're all learning new things in this time. I was waiting for somebody to do it. I was waiting for someone to do it. You know, know, you got to do it. Yeah, you can stand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, literally, we're all in this together. Uh, we should all, you know, empathize with one another, oh, comfort one God. another, uh, and just, you know, seek what this moment is really about, along with prayer for everybody that's affected by it. Um, that's that's what we can bank on, and that's what, you know, I'm banking on. But, yeah. Oh, and with that being said, not to sound like this was like a plug, but shameless plug, you know, the three thirty guys, we started a Bible plan, uh Bible crew oh, where yeah. we're going to be doing a series of devotionals, just kind of refocusing on what, you know, this moment is about and how we could, uh, you know, make, I wouldn't say make the best of it, but find the silver lining. I mean, yeah, make the best. What's, yeah, yeah. Make the best of it. We're going to get through it, baby. Yeah, we're gonna get through it. Uh make the best of it, but not miss exactly what guys thought yelling after rubbing up. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna get so through it. Yeah, we're so, gonna get through it, baby. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get through it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so by the time that this uh podcast is released, we'll probably be uh towards the end of the first series. We're gonna be doing a couple of them just you know, during the time of quarantine and social distancing. We don't know how frequent or how less we're gonna do it, but you can count on us doing it, um, you know, while this time lasts and probably continuing it at, when this time is gone, too. Uh, but, yeah, man, if you want to join in, if you want to get in the conversation just to talk about what's been going on, you know, what you've been learning, uh, what you've been facing, you know, we're here. We're here to talk about it um, and to go through that with you through the word, of course. But, yeah. Word. So, please Flip join us. And if you guys, I think by the time this drops, there, it'll be it'll be Wednesday. And yeah. you gotta cut me off, bro. For all you listeners Sorry. out there, if you guys need some encouraging words or some prayer, like you know, what I'm saying we're here for you. We're all very confused. We're all kind of just going through the motions and trying to like figure things out. So if there's anybody who just needs somebody, um, we're readily available for y'all. Yeah, man. Hit the three thirty DM. Hit it, hit it. At the end of the day, man. One word in this moment, and that's Jesus. Yes, sir. And 
that's how we're going in this pod. You know what I'm saying? That's one name that's going to stand when everything falls. Right. Yes, sir. We recorded on a Sunday, so we got a little, you know, churchy in this jump, but hey. Yeah, we ain't trying to preach at y'all. We just this guy said churchy. Jump. We're believers. What's churchy? Right. What All right, that's a deeper convo. Yeah, man. You know, that's We're maybe uh, for another day. Maybe quarantine files uh two coming to you. Two lives soon. or one. Uh, yeah. Look, anyway, man. No, no, I got one more thing, one more thing, bro. For if for all my followers, if everybody could just hold the gather your hands, gather your people, and pray for Moses' connection for the next time, you know what I'm saying? We come together, <laughs> we be, ain't gonna be no crackles, ain't gonna be no lag, hey, ain't gonna be no freezing. Hey, Amen. Hey, Amen. My jump was still crackling. Nah, that's your phone. Let's go pray when it finishes. Yeah, somebody you know, man, I don't know, bro. Don't get on that Zoom. Yeah, I think it was a Zoom. <laughs> 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 We're going to keep giving y'all pause, man, as long as we're here. But you know, for now, we out. This is the Greater Podcast. Quarantine, quarantine, quarantine.